0: Kol HaLashon, the entire Torah, everywhere. So this week we read Parsha's Ba'midbar. <clears throat> Parsha's Ba'midbar is one of the Parshah's in which we don't even have one of the Taryag Mitzvah's Shevet Torah, which source is in this week's Parsha. So, Parshish B'midvar doesn't have any of the magnificent list of Tariyag Mitzvahs. However, we will discuss a fascinating topic, which is part of Avoides halavim. If Chumish was defined as Tores Sakoyanim, in a way, one could define Chumish B'midvar as Torah Salavim, because most of Mitzvahs halavia are in this week's Parshish. This is one of the sources of Shemiras HaMigdash. And that is one of the fundamental duties of the Leviyam. In the hemshich of this week's parsha. They should serve part of their service but the most important source of this mitzvah as I mentioned before is in past just <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> the Levim came to complain not the Levim, but actually the people we cannot go into the base of Middash a Zara is prohibited Atome is prohibited and people will die we will perish what is the essence of this mitzvah? What is it about? <coughs> so the shomrim are like sentinels, officers, that safeguard the Mishkan. What is their job actually? What is their duty? The Rambam, Perikhes Helchus Beis Abchira Halocha Aleph, and I read the Rambam. Shemira S'amikdash Mitzvah Sasei, Ve'apropi she'en sham pachad ma'oye velo melistim. It's not that we're afraid of our enemies or of thieves. She'en shemira zoi elokaved loi. It's all about the honor and the glory of the base of Migdash. A palace that has shemrim that is part of kvoid Hamegiddosh. If any of you ever visited the Buckingham Palace and saw the changing of the guards there, you know they're dressed up with beautiful uniforms, very colorful, and each of them carries his weapon. But if something is going to happen there, whether it's a terror attack or thieves or a burglary, I don't think they they know what to do. I don't think they're authorized to do anything. That, that is an example of, And the Rambam um, voices his opinion once again, and say for the Mrs Mitzvah Sasech of Beis, the Ramban Torah. and I'm quoting the Ramban. the king doesn't move without bodyguards, and that is part of Kvoid Malchus. Chenech has always follows in the footsteps of the Rambam as in any other mitzvah. So according to the Rambam the Rambam and the Sefer Migdish is all about kavod. however in Pashas Karech the Pesach seems to tell a story that the Jews, the people came to Moshe and Aharon and they complained. There's going to be a plague, there's going to be a tragedy people are coming in and out and we don't have the entitlement, it's a prohibition we can't go into the Migda. So Haim Tamnu Ligwaya is it is our destiny to perish, to die? And then a the Kodashboko tells Mosha Hafked Es <laughs> Aharanush Delavim Vem Shamroas Mishmeres Oyel I quote two Rambam, Sefer Mitzvot, Mishneh Torah, but the Rambam, Chele Gimel, Perk Hey, and as I explained many times, Chele Gimel, is all about, Tameh Mitzvot, and I quote the Rambam, Emnom HaOmnam, he- Hayoi Sashmira, V'asivu, V'soveb L'Migdosh, ShTomid L'cha Beidoysoy, U'lafah Aroi, which is the same as the Rambam writes, in Hilchaz V'yisabchira, and in Sefer and Mitzvot, but he adds on, V'shalo Gam Hash they also are responsible that all those that are prohibited from coming into the Mishkan shouldn't come in. So the Rambam, his first explanation coincides with what he says in the other sources, but the second explanation is what the Pusach says. So how would the Rambam and the Ramban and the Chinuch explain the Psukim in Parshish Krenich? I'm want to voice two different explanations. Number one, it is detailed in Mesach Tomid and a Misah is exactly what is the function of Shay Mariam Migdash? Begim al Makoy Misa Alaf Makoy Msarayim Shaimrim. And there's a very detailed rule exactly where the Shay Mary were standing by the Sha'orim by the gates, and by the corners. Those that standing next to the gates, maybe they have a functional duty of preventing or warning those that aren't authorized, those that aren't permitted to come in, they should stay outside. But those at the corners, there's no possibility to get into the Megish there, those were And because many of the points of shmirah, had nothing to do with getting in and out that is why the Rambam's fundamental opinion is it's more about L'chabdoi L'garloi U'leroi meboit but they might also have a secondary duty which really is preventing those that are prohibited from coming in preventing them from coming in like the Rambam writes in Meire Approach number two would be this. It is clear both in the Rambam and in the Ramban, that the Mitzvah is listening. Mean this is Balaylu and Rambam. And the Ramban I just quoted a moment ago. She yishmeru Oisoi balaylo. Balaylo, the gates of the Azorah were closed. There is no possibility that anybody gets in or out by night. So it cannot be that their job, their duty, their responsibility is to prevent people from coming in because by day there was no Mitzvah of Shmira. By night you can't get in or out anyway. So this is a very reasonable thought in my opinion. The Mishkan was different because the Mishkan Shavamid but had no gates, had no doors. It was open by day and by night. So there really was a reasonable risk. People that I told me, they might come in, and they and that is a prohibition, and they're misa So they really complained and worried. I'm tamnu but that is only mishkan Midbar, That is the masach That is what we learn in parashas But this mitzvah applies to all the ages. And in base elamim. Once they got to Yerushalayim and they built the base of Middash, there is no risk at all. There is no possibility that people will get in by night because the doors were locked by night. And therefore, the the definition of this mitzvah is only And why is the mitzvah only by night? The minchas chinech and shimpechas wonders. Only the Mefarish was one commentary. We don't even know who he was. But a Masech HaTom one of the Rishayim we have as Parish. And he says, the Mitzvah of Shemir, Shemir, Shemir is this is Be'em and Be'em Be'lailom. But the Rambam, the Rambam, the Chinuch and the Rosh, they all say by night and not by day. And why is that? So according to the Rambam and the other Rishayim we quoted, if the Mitzvah of Shemir, 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 Shemir is only about Kvo'ida bias, Kvo'ida bias necessitates shmirah by night, by day, there is no greater kvaid ha than koyanim be-avidasam, le-viyem be-shiram, Is there any bigger kvaid and glory than ha void koyanim So the Bishmigdash was a very busy place all day. Ha-tavet san-e-res, v-ad-lokas res t and all the nedorim v'nedovets and the chattas and the osham and, and so many carbones that were brought every day. But by night there are no avoidas, nothing. The only avoido that was performed by night is heivorem she If there are some parts of the Kodesh that they didn't have time to bring them as meach they do it by night, but it was a very quiet place all night. And the rush defines the mitzvah sh'mi z'midosh, Shaloya mimeno there should be no hesachadat hesachadat by night. By day, there is no opposite to hesachadat than avoidis beis Mikdash. But coming back to our original point and argument, if the mitzvah shmis amikdash is, is balaylo, then it cannot be that their duty is to prevent people from coming in because you cannot come in by night. So my interpretation would be in paschas the mishkan shabamidbor yes. Their job was to keep people out, but not in Beiselemin. Once they got to Yushalemin, they built the Beisel Migdash, Beisel Shabono Shloibo. There's no risk at all. People will get in by night because the gates are closed and therefore the Mitzvah is only, Lechabdai, Legadloi, And who were Shaym Reham Migdash? Haroivim Hoyomishamrem. And once again, most of the Rishayim, Rosh Rabenu Gershom, Ravid, they all say the were they were They weren't adults, they were the young children. The adults had different jobs, different duties. Mishararim, meshuarim. They opened the gates, they closed the gates, they gave song. They played instruments, vocals. And Shemir was upon the young people, those that weren't even gedolim. And the Mishnah Lamelach and Perikres Baisa Phira wonders, a kot isn't a Bahyuvah how could you be Makaim a Misis Azare Day? Mishenenobakyuv. And my response to this question is a God oil And I wonder the Mishnah Amelach was a Godlish, but obviously he didn't realize this Yesaid and I want to prove it from six or seven different sources. We are all aware that there are two different categories of Mitzvahs one is mitzvahs to rest upon the individual. And that is the vast majority of missus at Especially the mitzvahs that are the, 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 the chut ha-shedra, the spinal cord of avoidas ha-shem. Tvilan, Kriya Shaman, Mea Brochas, Bakal Yom, Sitzes, and Tvilan. Kiddush, Vahavdala, Matzah, Murrah, lulav. These are all mitzvahs that rest upon each and every individual. And then there are mitzvahs that rest upon Klali Yisroel. Kibush Eretz Yisroel. Zerah Amolik. Minui Melech But in between, there's a very unique and special category which we find only by a handful of mitzvahs. A mitzvah that rests not upon the individual but upon a collective. A group of people. Which group? Who is that group? It depends. It differs from one mitzvah to another. But I want to bring about six or seven sources to this unique category. And when a mitzvah rests upon a group of people, there is no individual that is mechuyiv. The chiyu, the obligation, rests upon the entire group. You will all bear responsibility that one of you or some of you performs this mitzvah. Not all of you need to participate. Sometimes all of you cannot even participate. But the nature of this mitzvah is responsibility. You are all responsible at the end of the day that this mitzvah should be performed by one of the group. The one or the two or the three that actually perform the mitzvah have a special tzchus. But It is not an individual here resting upon them. The entire group is responsible. That al-yedichem, mi mechem performs this mitzvah. So whenever I give an abstract definition, people will never appreciate it until we dress it up. Or v'gidim. And we need examples. Number one, Achilles Kotchev. Who is responsible each and every day that the Besar HaKodesh should be consumed by the Koyanim. Who is responsible? Shmuel Anovhi determined Chavdalad Mishmarais. 24 groups, families of Koyanim. Each Mishmar had two weeks a year of service. And they came to Yuzhalayim, dedicated a week's time to avoid this amigdash. Each mishma was divided into seven Botei Av. and each day another base av was responsible. The koyanim of the base av are responsible for achilas Kochi. Kochim. and achilas kotzim is a Mrs sey. Psochem nuantes vaochlo oisam asher kuparobem koyanim moichlem v'barlem and there's also a lotas of noisa. If the bosor wasn't eaten in the designated period, they're all over an alav of Nusa. So if no one had bosor they all were over an alav, They all say, but not all the koyanim of the beisav are obligated to have a to eat. They all are responsible that al yadam by them by this group all the Basara HaKoyle should be consumed and should not be left over to the next day. So the Koinim that actually eat don't need to be moitzi the others, because the others don't have a Chiyuv. It is a collective Chiyuv upon the entire group. There is no individual that has this Chiyuv. And it's a Gemora Mephoreshes, Perikzat Davtzadik Teta Masechet Zvochim, Rambam Perik Yud Aloch Yud Zayin Maasek Carbones that Ktanam could eat Katan, and it's not a problem at all. And why not? A Katan is not a Barchiyuvah. What I mean to prove is when a mitzvah rests upon a group, there is no problem if a Katan performs that mitzvah. A Katan is not a Barchiyuvah; he can't be Moitzi Agado. But he could perform a mitzvah. The mitzvah isn't possible. mitzvah But still, he's Jewish. And he's kosher al-achil He doesn't have an iser to eat And because this mitzvah doesn't rest upon any individual, and there's no individual that has lech al then there's no problem at all. If a cotton performs the mitzvah even though he is not a barach Number one, number two. Number two is very similar to number one. Who has the chiyav of a kroves karbonis v'kol yom? Upon who does this mitzvah rest? Tomat shal shachar, Tometz shal beno abayim. If it's Shabbos or it's we have the chatos, we have the musaf. And all the other avoiders of the mikdash. Once again, same group. Koyanei Mishmar. Bait ha'av, the very same kahanim that have of achiyav, koshim have achiyav across carbonis. Chun and chov dana base the gemara d'ashen from a posuk that K'tanam are poser avoida sakarbonis. If not for this, this gzeras akosav that disqualifies katanim from avoida sakarbonis, obviously we could do the avoidali li de Why? They're not bare How could you perform a meats- by a person that it's not a bare my answer is the same. There is no coin that has a khiv to be makrav carbonis. It's not a khiv that rests upon the individual upon the prat. All the koyinim of the Besav bear responsibility that one of them, two of them, three, four, five, as many as they might be. All those that want to participate and want to have a khilik in this chus. So they all bear responsibility. That the avodah should be done at the end of the day, but because it's not a he of the rest upon the individual, there is no problem at all if a cotton performs the mitzvah. So by Achilles katan, the Torah did not disqualify a cotton, by Avoides Sekharbonis, the Torah did. But if not, that the Drosh and we would perform this mitzvah Yedech which proves the same point. Number three, we're still in Seder Kodshim. Psochem Peches, <coughs> we learn that even according to the Mandomah and there is no Khiv to have miners eat the Korban Pesach. But there still is a Mrs. Chinuch to be mechanach the and give them part of the Korban Pesach. So Tesis and Psochem Peches deals with the question Shalom Emenu Loisa Lo Biadaim. Answers We spoke a lot previously about the Toises And I won't go into it today Because it's not part of our sugia today But Reboloza Moshe Pinsko One of the greatest gedolim in Lithuania More than a hundred years ago His name was Reboloza Moshe Horovitz He was the love of Pinsk Pinsk is in Belarusia In White Russia And he asks but if a cotton eats Korban Pesach, it's a bitul mitzvah saseh, because there's a mitzvah saseh, a a pesach, and a cotton is not a bar k'yuvah. Similar to the kasha of the Mishnah Melech. And I argue, it's not a cash at all. Well, Korban Pesach is different than all the other carbonates, because Korban Pesach does rest upon the individual. And each and every Jew is mechoive to eat Korban Pesach. However, each and every individual is yoytziyed because b'kazayis. So let's say there are 15 menuyim Each of them has a chiv to eat korben Pesach. But each of them is Yoytze with one kezayis. You could assume that a sheep or a goat has more than 15 kezaysim of meat. If each and every one of them ate a kezayis, he was Yoytze's personal chiv. All the rest, once again, rests upon the entire group, the Chaburah. The Chaburah bears responsibility there should be no noisa, no leftovers to the next day. The Chaburah bears responsibility to eat kol besara pesach But that Chiyuv, once again, rests upon the collective, upon a group. And when it rests upon a group, a cotton is entitled to be part of that group. Just like we proved from Achilles Kotsham and Aklovis Kolbonis. Is this Yisarid unique to say the Kotschum? Not really. Not really. And I want to give a few different examples. Mila Saben, Kedush HaKovtes we learn. The Mitzvah rests upon the father of the child. But if there is no father, Lo Lenu, an orphan, a Yasin, Or the father is in a distant country. He's lost. Or the father just is not up to it and he's not interested in circumcising his son. Lo Alenu. He's not a believer. Then the mitzvah goes over to Bazden. And the Ramam explains in Parashah, Mishnah, and Shabbos that Bazden is not necessarily based in per se. Based in means anybody that could help, that could be helpful, that could be, that could be useful. So Navod Zorachov Zayim is a machlek, whether a non Jew is qualified to do Mila. We Paskin he's not qualified. It's not a kosher Mila. But there is one opinion that he could. He's not a Barchiuva. But he still is not possible. Ksoisa Khoish and Shimpei Bei says that when Mila doesn't rest upon the father because the father isn't relevant and it goes over to the basin, even a cotton could do Mila. And I ask once again, but he's not a bachiyuva. You don't need to be a bachiyuva only if a person has a Chiyuv, an individual Chiyuv, and it needs to be yoitziyad dein chayvosai. But when the mitzvah rests upon a group, like mitzvah smila shalabaisen kisha ain av, you could do it all Ketanim. And that is source number four. Source number five brings us to Khanik. I explained many times my understanding about the concept of ner ish ubeisoy. But the fundamental, fundamental din is ner ish ubeisoy. And I explained contrary to the understanding of the Pnei and the Svassimus beisoy in this halacha doesn't mean his house but rather his household. Eish of ish ubeisoy they didn't carry houses on their shoulders, on their backs. Ishu u And the mitzvah of rests upon a collective. Who is this collective? The dwellers, the residents in each and every home. Usually it's family, but it doesn't necessarily need to be family. The residents, the people living in this home. And the mitzvah of rests upon the entire group. You are all responsible that there should be an It's not a on the individual. If you're ten people, you don't need ten chanukyas outside. It's enough one. Who is the one It's for you to decide any one of you. You all be a responsibility and if no one lit an hanuk, you are all liable. you're all responsible. If one did. Then everybody is okay. Not because he is moitzi them. He doesn't need intention to be moitzi them, and then don't need intent to be yoitzer. That is the din of nerisha basic. Now, what I just said is not agreed upon by everyone. I'm fully aware. When I say achidish, I always apologize. I never said achidish in my life that is agreed upon by everyone. And those that want to learn Torah, only that is agreed upon by everyone, need to be Karayim. And they need to stop with Nevi'im and K'zuvim. Because the first Mishnah is a mechlech, isn't The last Mishnah is a is And all the others in the middle. So I never said a Chiddush that is accepted by everyone. But I do think this is the mainstream Mahalach. Nerish is a group. And that is why in I Reish, Ayin, Hey, the all brings an opinion... Kotn Shegiyachinach could be might see all the others, and he could lighten now And the Mishnah will receive Kotn Yud Gimel wonders. Hanukkah is similar to Megillah, and by Megillah Kotn Shegiyachinach cannot be might see the others. And I say Hanukkah is similar to Megillah, similar to Megillah in many ways. Both are Pursu but not entirely. Mitzvah Megillah rests upon each and every individual. Everybody needs to hear the Megillah. And if it's a Chiyuva Prat, you cannot be only al Bar Chiyuva. Nech Hanukkah rests upon the group, not upon the individual. And that is why it is only by Nech that Akotn Shagiyar Achinoch might be able to be mighty all the others. Snow so is number six, concludes my list, and it is different than the first five. Yibum Vechalitze. Person passed away without children, lo and his brothers. So the wife needs to have either yibum or Chalitza by one of the brothers. The mitzvah rests upon an entire group. Who makes up this group? The brothers of the deceased. Not each and every one of them needs to be miabim chas That's a and ever. They all are responsible that one of them performs this mitzvah. Which one? For them to decide. If no one did it, they all be responsibility. If one did it, <laughs> Kulam nifteru midei chovatam. Mitzvah begod liyabe. is Mestafram the mission says, first we turn to the oldest. If he refuses, we go to the next, and then to the next. But ultimately, the mitzvah rests upon a group. And that is why Raji's opinion, Kedushin Yutes, Yibim could be performed by a cotton, and Taisis disagrees. Well, a kotten is not a bar Doesn't make a difference whether he's a bar or not. Because the mitzvah doesn't rest upon an individual. That is Mokhuyev Lawitziye Dechalasai. So if I once again ask, who is the collective? Who is the group? It depends on the nature of the mitzvah. The first two sources I quoted: The group is the base of Source number three: Korban Pesach. The group is the Chavura, the people that got together, that bought the Carbon Pesach, and they bring it. They all on Shutfim. Mila, the group is everyone that Yesh BeYodar That is the concept of Beis Shachayev Bemila. Nei whom does a group consist? People that live together in the home. Yisheh Be'isoy. Yubim v'chalitz are the brothers of the deceased. But the concept is the same. When a mitzvah rests upon a group, not upon an individual, khtanim are legitimate. And therefore the kash of the Mishnah Melach to me is not a kash, according to Yisheh Because Shemir HaSemik is just like other mitzvahs of Katshim rests upon a collective. Who is the collective this time? Mishpachas halavim, all the And they all bear responsibility that some of them, each and every night, are Mekayim, the mitzvah of shmiras hamigdash. That is my approach, and that is my understanding, and it is a very fundamental one. We find an interesting tshub in Avlin Eze, Yoridea more than 120 years ago, one of the Lithuanian Talmud Chachamim came to like many others of Lit and Gedele Poland that came towards the end of their lives out of a love of the land. Rabbi Gelbstein from Bialystok came to and he immersed himself in dinea HaKadosh and and he wrote a sefer called Mishkanos and in this seferi he very forcefully argued that there's a mitzvah of Shemir Sah Middash and we need to perform this mitzvah. And we need to appoint Shaimrim. And his argument was if the Rambam writes there is Moir Migdash Bismanazeh, there should be Shemiris Mikdash as well. The Rambam clearly writes, and it's a Gemara. even when the Bismidz is sort of there's Murray Mikdash, there still is a prohibition those that are not authorized to come into the base of amigdash, you cannot come into the Mokom amigdash, even though there is no base of amigdash. So Ramechel from Biyalistak argued the same as Shemiras Samigdash. Is it so? So the Avonah has a very lengthy chuva, And the beginning of the tshuva deals with the question, do they actually have a function? Or is just kvoy da If they have a function, what is it? Probably to keep those away. That are not authorized to come into the base of Mitzvahs. However, the Avnezer concludes Chas v'Sholom to be Mekaim the Mitzvah today because Erech in of Tanis Yudzayin Tanis Yudzayin Meshorer Shesheir Chayev Misa. Each Levi needs to do his unique duty. The Meshoirim, that's your job. Shesheirim, that's your duty. Meshorer Shesheir Chayev Misa. And the Avni Nezer assumes that it was Shumura Novi and David HaMelech that determined till the end of the days who are the Mishoyerim and who are the Shoyarim, And no Levi today would know which family he belongs to. And therefore, if he is one of the Mishoyerim and he's is a Shoyer, Chayir Mis, So the Avni Nezer assumed that David HaMelech and Shmuel Novi determined till the end of days. Mishoreim but that does not seem to be obvious in Rambam. Peragimaklea Mikdosh Haraloch Reches the Rambam writes Shmura Novi and Dovda Melech Rokaveya Atzav Kol Adairis the Chov Dalet Mishmeros but not beyond that. And the Rambam writes Rosh Hei Beis Hu Av It is only Rosh Beit Av who determines which Leviyam go to the Duchen to sing and to play, and which of them go to the gates to open and close. And it is up to the Rosh because not every Levi has a beautiful voice. Not every Levi knows how to play musical instruments. Not every Levi is strong enough to open the gates and close them. So this was not determined by Shmuel and throughout the ages. This is... And each and every day, Rosh Bey determined. The Rambam goes beyond that. And a Lach of the Rambam writes, a lady that was a had a beautiful voice, but he lost his voice. He became hoarse. He, he can no longer sing. Or he had an accident and he can no longer play an, inst- play an instrument. The Rambam writes, he leaves the Duch and he can no longer sing, but he still could be a Shoyer. And all the Echronims stood the Rambam that Yesterday he was a Mishoyer, but today he can no longer sing, so they appoint him to go to the Shorim. Contrary to what the avnan says. Tshubbis Beis deals with this question, and, says, <coughs> and his interpretation is, Mishoyer Shashiach Haim, he says, as long as he could be a Mishoyer, but if he becomes for any reason disqual- disqualified from being a Mishoyer, then he definitely is a title to be a Shoyer. So according to the Visitzchak, and according to what I seem to understand from the Rambam, the argument of the Avena is a falls. But for a totally different reason, I think there is no mitzvah at all in our days of Shemitah Samikdash. Going back to the very beginning of today's Shia, it is about Kvayda Bayez let us know the loss of the Rambam legadlo l'chabdo ul'romamo at me at the Beit HaMikdash the Rambam writes in Beis HaPkhira mm-hmm. Eino Ido ima palterin shiyesh olav Shremerim na palterin shiain olav Shremerim palterin palterin is a palace a castle if there is no palace there are no Shremerim we don't have a Beis HaMikdash Contrary to the myths of Moira Migdash, which is not Moira of the base Migdash, but rather of Mokayim Migdash, and Moira Shchina, and the Shchina still dwells. So Moira Migdash is no Gebesmana Zeh. Shmiras Migdash is the Shmir of base Migdash. We don't have a base Migdash. We don't have the Paltelin, and, and therefore. There is no need for shaman. To me, this seems very simple. So as I mentioned at the beginning of today's year, Chomish V'yikra is all about the Koyanim. Chomish B'amidb'er verse more about Levim. You heard from me many times that every Jewish home should be and could be a base Mikdosh Ma'at. And it is our duty to sanctify our homes and to bring Kiddush and shchinah into our homes. How does one do that? So I explained many times, based migdosh shmat, The entire of the void of the base Migdash centers around three fundamental kalem, and all the others were only send, were only supplementary. And what are those three central kalem? Menorah, and shulchan. And everybody could understand and appreciate that these three are kaneget Torah, avoda, and gemilas which one? For which one? Goes without saying, Menoir is associated with Toira, Kiner Neer Mitzvah, Betoira Oir. Shavaz Chuv Dalad. Harugor ben Eir Havana, Benin Talmidachachachamim. Chov Gimel. Bababasachof Hay. Haro Yitzalach, Kim Yadrim, Lesimonech, Menoirah Bedorim. There are so many, Mamre Chazal, that associate the Menoir with Toira. Goes without saying, Muzveikh is avoidam. Actually, Rabbi Nyon and the Mishnah, the beginning of Mesechet clearly says "Al shloishedvorah mo'el means and only after chored mesechtingdech it means "avoidas a because in brachas chavav we learn tefilas can negate carbonis tikkun. So if Menorah takes tayre, Mizrach takes avoida, what's left for the shulchan? It's not only a process of elimination, clear as daylight because the shilchan symbolizes so if we want to sanctify our homes and bring shkhana into our homes we need to dedicate our homes to Torah avoid the gemal but the question I asked today in the base of English there were not only Kayanim, there were levim as well and the levim too had a very central function so what do we learn from Avoida Salavim to implement in our private homes? We have a lot to learn. So as I explained in today's Shia, every Jewish home needs Shayarim and Mishayarim. We need gatekeepers and we need gates. This is such a dangerous time and our children are exposed to so many awful things. That we would so much prefer to prevent them from seeing and hearing and knowing. We no longer have total control, but that doesn't mean we need to lift our hands and say there's nothing to do about it. There's much to do about it. We need to build moats around our homes, and we need gatekeepers. We need shayari. We need to decide who comes in and who stays. Call in. ha'lashon. Even more relevant in today's day, what comes in and what stays out. This is a dangerous time. Free access to the internet is horrific. Especially for youngsters, for children, for boys and for girls. For everyone. But especially to the young. So many Awful things regarding the realm of tsnius, and also regarding the realm of emuna and mitochen. A child could see one picture, he could read one article, and it could have such a devastating effect on his entire life. So yes, we need Shayanim. and we need to daven and try to do our best. We might not be in total control, to our dismay, but. That doesn't mean that you just do nothing. So one thing we learned from the levim, to implement in every Jewish home is shayarim, But that is not enough. We need the Mishayarim. The levim brought joy into Avodah Samikdash. Joy and happiness and excitement. The Mishayarim. They were the ones that made Avaidasamigdash into a joyful experience with the beautiful voices and the beautiful vocals and the beautiful music. And that is part of Avodas Amigdash. History proves that walls and moats could never guarantee that no one comes in. They never even could guarantee that no one gets out. You could dig tunnels under walls, you could scale walls, you could breach walls. And if children aren't happy in the homes, they will always find a way out. And if they're yearning and longing and unhappy at home, they will always find a way in to achieve their excitement and fulfillment. So we need shayarim. We need those walls. We need those moats. We need those gates. But we also desperately need the Mishayarim. And a Jewish home should be the most happy home and the most joyous home in the entire world. And our children need joy and happiness. Like a flower turns to the sun, a child will always turn to where he could achieve warmth and happiness. So what we learn from the Lavi'am is shayarim and Mishayarim. We need to share with our children Simcha HaToyer and simcha HaMitzvah and the Simcha of being Jewish, the Simcha of being an Evidence Shein, and the Simcha of the Torah way of life. Big families, happy families, wonderful relationships between you know, parents and children, caring and compassion and warmth and Simcha. That is essential. So every day in the morning we say, Baruch HaToyer. B'chaz consists of three The First one, obviously, is B'chaz Mitzvah, That is the basic formula. Asher Kiddushonu Bemitzvotav Yitzivonu. The last bruch, which according to Chazal, is the most important, is the HaShevach. Asher B'chaz Bona and Venosonon Asher Let's analyze the middle bruch. It is B'chaz HaTfilah. The concept of B'chaz HaTfilah is any bruch in which we not only sing the praise of a HaB'chaz HaTfilah, but we plead and ask and beg those are and usually each bracha has only one bakosha it is very uncommon to have two or three bakoshas in one bracha But this seems to be the case in the bracha of Vaharevna, we have two distinct and different bakoshas. number one is vaharev and then we go on to ask nachas from our children How is it that we have two different bakoshas in one bracha? My explanation would be these are not two distinct and different bakoshas. They are two sides of the very same coin. It is only if we will experience the beauty of Torah, the sweetness of Torah. And we will share this experience with our families, with our children. And a child would see how happy his father is when he said a good s'vora, And how joyous he is when he comes home from a and And he shares with his wife and his children what I learned today. How beautiful our Tzvotah is. And we will share the happiness of the Tzvotah way with our children. It is only then we could fairly expect. <speaking in Hebrew> So these two B'koshes are two sides of the very same coin. That is what we learn from the Leviyim. Let's try to safeguard our homes from all those negative, awful, horrific exposures. And let us bring happiness into our homes. Simchas the harmony of a Jewish family. The beauty of a Torah family. And let us daven. Have a beautiful day and a beautiful Shabbos. A whole world of content awaits you on Kol Lashon. United Kingdom 0208-1917000 United States 6466637920. 7920 Israel 036171095.